I will start recap now. So, last session, you all <laughs> randomly peered in a bar known as the Oaken Guardian. You all woke up after being ripped from your home dimensions by these weird creatures known as the Brokers. You talked to the Furbolg, Raldi, the bartender. He gave you a map of the area, and you guys kind of went out and are trying to make some money. You went to the guild hall, found a quest for exterminating bandits about three days away on the way to Polaris. You guys have decided to go, accept the quest, hunt down the bandits, and start trying to figure out how to leave this dimension. And for your information, Tiff, um, this world does not have a day or night cycle. It is constant. It's constantly light outside. There's oh! no, there's no sun or moon. The but instead in the sky there is this kind of purple, pink, blue, and green aurora borealis just during all times of the day. Oh, okay, maybe that's not that bad. So, with that, we left off with you guys starting your second day of the adventure. Second day traveling down the road. So, we will start by saying, what do you want to do while you are currently traveling this second day? I wish to... I was going to do that with everybody here. But you know what? We'll run it back. Hmm? Uh, I would like to cast the spell... Sense emotions. Oh, okay. And I wish to see how everybody's feeling today. Um, well, they played a card on that one. <laughs> oh, God. Would I have to pick up two cards after that? I'm going to see how you guys are feeling. Yes. Yeah, so, I did the Uno reverse on him. <laughs> Sadly, he, said he, counter, he counterspells it? Oh, no. Do you know counterspell? Nope. Uh, so... <laughs> What is everyone's emotion currently? As this spell allows him to figure it out. So on your second day of journey, after leaving the Woodland Fort, what is everyone feeling if you've been here may, for a day? May I also ask a question as I cast a spell? Just the part. Sure. What would you like to ask? I'm curious. What was everybody's occupation before that? And I want to see how people react to that question. Ah. Well, okay, so first off, um, Alex's mood is honestly quite indifferent right now. Neutral. I think he's just hungry. And uh, after hearing this, he's just going to rummage through his bag, and he's just going to place a badge in your hand. And it is a military badge, uh, blank Lance Corporal. So you were a soldier for your... Yes. How interesting. Get that back. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the eye just staring at him. Yeah, just His, gonna... He just fucking... <laughs> he feels the eyes weighing heavy upon him. <clears throat> and he's gonna you know, shove that back. <clears throat> uh, oh, for Layden, it's... He's actually, strangely enough, having bounds of, uh, uh, he's very ecstatic, um, 
everything uh, this whole environment is new to him and he's enjoying the uh uh overall uh implication of being brought into to to something just completely out of nowhere you know he's happy to be out of his environment uh i would say yeah he he enjoys it when when things are plunged into chaos and um that's kind of uh the feeling that he's getting right now is just what what can he get up to you know um a little sick his... a little twisted uh but uh, uh and one thing he, he would say that um he was part of a professional gentleman's club of highwaymen <clears throat> what are highwaymen Oh, the usual of taking from the potentially rich and giving it to those who may need it slightly more than others. Deservedly. Interesting. Very interesting. I find the concept of Allowing people to better themselves is usually the way to go, instead of just handing them things, because that tends to not teach them a valuable lesson. Do you often have to kill these people in possession of the greater riches? <laughs> usually. Uh... But sometimes they tend to surprise me, and don't. So, what was your... Who would you usually go after? Oh, well, that is kind of a broad question, my friend. Oh, well, particularly the individuals that have sullied my honor, for one, and the honor of my fellows, I would say. They quite frankly, have indulged far too much in the complacency in life. And, well, I enjoy the thrill of displacing them, and more to the pity of them giving power to those who would like it. I find it thrilling. Change is a good thing. So, even if we are all away from home, you're still in your elements. <laughs> I find this place to be quite chaotic. And more so, moreover, I believe somebody has outdone me here, and I would like to congratulate them at some point or another. I mean, like, as, as he says this, I look around, like, are any of the trees here consistent in what they all are? Uh, yes, in this area, it's mostly your average kind of oak and birch trees. Just your your general kind of basic trees. Yeah, no, nothing too out of the like, ordinary. I was wondering if this place would be a biggest place, too. Like how there would be chief families that are not supposed to meet each other, you know? There, might, there, there might be, but 
I, for one, don't know enough about agriculture, and your character definitely does not know enough about agriculture to tell. God, you're right. This seems just to be a very temperate climate, and everything around seems to kind of fit. At least in this area. Yeah. Well, seeing a new type of tree, Alex is going to take another piece of bark off of that, and he's also going to eat it. Okay. Hmm. <sighs> Snacks for the road. Right. It's like a loud crunch right after that. <laughs> so, Daffodil, how do you answer the question? Um, first of all, regarding emotions, I feel like like a general sense of weariness but like curiosity definitely overpowers it a lot because you know like it's like a very new environment so she's pretty much trying to take in everything that she can about it um to answer your question about occupation um i kill people for a living mm. so i see none of us are really too much difference <laughs> Yeah. Well, besides what we are, what we come from, our looks, how we act, our ability, a lot of us, a lot of us, besides all that. Well, I think one would say that perhaps taking pride in the work is something to take into account. Do you take pride in your work? Killing people? Yes. Yeah. Greatly. Ah. Oh. <laughs> my people. What did I'm good at it? Duh. I suppose the cat is out of the bag on that. Well, I do it for not only myself, for riches, but also for my people. They want a title to be held in mm. great favor. I find killing to be a instant solution to problems that could be I mean, more have more longevity to them ah nah i'm speaking in riddles and forget what you I like to torture people <laughs> in other ways my dear not physically more mentally that is mentally. horrible Interesting. if they are wealthy let's take it and then all of a sudden they are not wealthy <laughs> ah that is quite a sight to see. Knock them down a social class. Of course. A city full of itself, pride and ambition, only mm. to crumble down to the ground and have the settlement right next door that they were leeching off of rise to the top. <laughs> you know, my people have never considered that strategy. We've always just opted in to... Uh, if we ever could take out a general, never thought about taking their riches. Mm, that usually comes with the territory eventually. Mm. Also, just I can get this information to them soon. I'm gonna write that down. Pulse has just been like listening intently, just continuing walking forward. Just living his best life. 
Okay. I appreciate this information, Leighton. <laughs> if I ever come across somebody who I don't like, happy to be wealthy, steal from them. Better than killing. Ah, yes. Make them suffer in other matters. But killing somebody is too easy sometimes. It's it's the game that has to be played, and a part for, of, well, the whole, one would say. You chip them away, and you bring something else along that uh, <laughs> brings a little life into things. Mm. Anyway, but that is how I tend to look at the perspective of life regarding... Or say, the healthy change of life. What do they call it? The circle of life or something like that? Yes, I believe as such. Everything is temporary. Nothing is eternal. Yes. For instance, I didn't expect I would be here of all places last night. I, I thought I was going to be in the middle of a caravan, uh, taking the knickers off of some poor individuals and robbing the blind. Not too long ago. Hmm. Actually, wonder if they're currently thinking I uh, flaked off on them. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, you can explain to them when you get back. I don't rightly know how, but I'll take that into consideration, my friend. Before we leave this place, I must get my hands back on that relic. Hmm. If we look through my leader's point of view, we were last running away from a ruins. Most of our team had just been wiped out, carrying as much as relics as we could back to the town. Nice town, but more of our city, our capital. You seem it, to be very obsessed with these relics. Well, of course. They're the entire sole reason we've managed to survive so far as a society. We'd scavenge those relics from the relic age. We'd create new advancements, get stronger, take on new territory. These relics are of a bygone age or mm. something what yes passed down by your ancestors of a, a lost era most of it lost to time ah like the elves you once said yes when i was just put a few by i was told stories by the caretaker and it seems something, a, a great devastation happened on the surface. Wiped out many people. There were more than just the Thrykarine, the orcs, the humans, the demons. There was more than that. Much more. But it's been lost. And it's up lost. to us to find that out. We're piecing together lost? slowly what happened. From what we grasp through various methods, torn up books, slabs, 
torturing those that we can get our hands on. They've... The forces have been abandoned by their leaders. Their great leaders at that. Hmm. So the rediscovery of your civilization and these relics will make you stronger, yes? Oh, of course, through technology. We learn new smithing methods, ah. new techniques. For instance, like, uh, he's gonna look around. Uh, specifically at Fullis, how is your rapier, Talon? I think his mic's currently broken. Ah. <laughs> Two-liter machine broke. What was your question? Uh, what was your... Uh, what's the design of your book or rapier? What is the sign? The design. The design? Oh, yeah. Um, It's a silver rapier in, uh, with, like, the handguard having, like, jewels on it with a dangling piece of a crystal with a ring, a signet ring around it. Hmm. Uh, well, he's gonna point to your rapier. That weapon does not exist, or at least we don't have it. A lot of stuff like this has been lost. The fact that he even is half of an elf is astonishing to me. I am quite astonishing. Of course, What's the, the other elves half? are dead. Human. The other half is human. See. But is it? Do, 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 do. I don't know. Oh. My father was an elf, and my mother was a human. Hmm. What does an elf look like? Not too much different from a human? Half of him. Yeah, but what is the other half? He doesn't know. It's like it's it's like explaining the color blue to a blind person. Um, it they're taller. The ears are larger. Uh, That's he's gonna point over the daffodil. <laughs> no, no. Daffodil, what race are you again? A gnome. Uh, no, taller. <laughs> oh no, the ears. Oh. I mean, yet even then. Kind of. The more pointed. Ah, uh, more pointed. Hmm. I mean, this also does remind me. How did a child like you get transported here? Yeah, he's gonna say to Daffodil. Yeah. <laughs> I take oh, a step oh, back. <laughs> I'm not a child. I'm just short. Just short? Yes, my people, we are... Uh, this is like average height. People. Oh. Very short. People. Mm-hmm. I mean, I swear humans are more like his height. I'm going to point over to Layden. <laughs> he just kind of shrugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before I ended up here, I was actually in the middle of a job. So I've got... 
Ah, Whoever is behind this, I got fucking robbed. I'm so pissed. So your reputation will probably be as tarnished as mine if we are to return. Yeah. I think we're all in that same boat. If I return without the relic, I'll likely be exiled. Mm -hmm. There isn't much room for failure, especially in regards to relics. Well, your species, Alex, seem to be, how should I put it, very uptight when of it course. comes to tradition. Our people aren't very strong compared to those on the surface. Well, I find your adamacy on making yourselves as strong as possible through the rediscovery of your people through relics is a timeless story of re-emerging as a species. And I find that to be quite fascinating. Wish you the best of luck in that endeavor. Thank you. Well, Mothra Queen, then they could probably shed a bit more light on it. Ah, well, there you go. I'm not, I'm not a scholar, after all. Ah, scholars. Mm. Sometimes such things require action instead of a pen. Without doubt. Seriously, having a pink, whatever they called it, pen? Oh, uh, this is really strange. Yes, it's something more akin to a quill. Are you familiar with that? No, um, no not um, really too much. Well, it's a, it's a piece of liquid that you write upon parchment. You do know what parchment is, correct? Oh, yes. Yes. It's what you use to inscribe something upon parchment. I mean, as much as it may look, we do actually have sorcerers back. Magic casters. <laughs> Interesting. But you have wizards of certain schools, or...? Oh, yeah. It's not exactly the most common, but we do have casters. No. I was mildly concerned that you were scribbling your information in, in dirt and, well, mostly dirt, because then I would tell you exactly why you were losing your knowledge. But <laughs> well, the most important information is usually on you know slabs paper can be torn up especially if you're not careful you know he's gonna like clap his hands <laughs> yes mm. like claw he has like claws in the end of his fingertips see what i mean yes and i would imagine actually using a quill as we would call it would not be very good for you to actually utilize with those appendages. I mostly used I mostly used coal. Ah. Oh. Suppose whatever it. gets the job done. If you need it, you could chip away at it so it could fit your hands, however big or small they are, and it's very handy. Hmm. Well. I suppose we could talk about pens and 
coal and parchment all day, but um, are we nearing our destination? I, I've lost track of time. So, as you're saying that, I would say at this point, you guys have been walking for a majority of the day. Of course, no signs of almost anything around you other than a couple travelers kind of heading the other way. A majority of the travelers you would see don't talk to you. They kind of move off to the side of the road and walk past you. Those of you from places with established religions, you would notice that a lot of them seem to kind of be in priestly robes, got kind of charms on their necks. Mm. But it seems like generally only one or two groups pass you today. However, you guys will start settling down for the night as you feel the tired start to take you. However, the sky does not dim. I'm assuming, Alex, you dig, you dig a hole for you and Tyrone, or yes, yeah. <laughs> you pitched a little tent on there with my cloak just on like, it. Like when he's like making like the like one, he just like looks to lay it in, see if he wants one or not. Just of course, that's just kind of like arms open wide. Like what do you? What else? Yeah, <laughs> Okay, so everyone gets their sleeping in order for the night. Who is keeping watch? Keep watch. I think I'm the second watch. Okay, so Daffodil, if you could roll me perception check. Oh sh! I forgot. <laughs> A three. A thirty-three. Oh, 33. Yeah, we can combine the two, two threes. Oh, that's so crazy. 33. Wow, you see nothing. <laughs> you rolled yeah. a bit too high. Love that. Saw the, you saw the source code. It went back into the negatives. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, I love that. You saw nothing yeah. during the night. All right. However, your, your first watch is up. Alex. You have out second watch. The floor, Alex crawls his way out. Okay. Had to stand up. Light stretch. Well, you have a good rest. You too. Wait, I mean. <laughs> have a good watch. I, <laughs> I, I do want to ask something, Alex. Mm. Your character does not sleep, right? Yeah. Would Daffodil be able to notice that? Even with a three, I'd say she can notice what's happening in the camp. She just can't oh, pay much attention up. out. He covers up his hole. Oh, you cover up your hole entirely. Yeah, you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. You know, you don't know something can crawl in. Okay, then if you could roll me a perception check. Yeah. I got this. He just likes being comfortable. Nice, nice, very nice. More jellyfish. So, you don't notice anything moving through the night, and you kind of don't notice anything stalking up on you. But you do notice, laying next to Follis's head is what you're pretty sure was not there already, 
just an extra bedroll. What the? Under the burrow? Hmm. I'm actually going to take Bark off the nearest tree, take a munch, and he's going to head over there and check it out. Okay. <laughs> he's going to look around for Daffodil, actually, thinking she didn't fall asleep. Uh, where, is Daffodil sleeping? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm pulled up nearby on a tree. Ah. Okay. Um, I didn't see Daffodil the other night sleeping with a bedroll, yeah? I'm assuming no. He's gonna pick up this one, and he's just gonna... Hmm. You pick it up. It's kind of soft and fluffy. You don't understand why the humans like these bedrolls. That's... How do you get this to stand up? He's gonna, like, set it down real quick, and he's gonna put his two hands in there and try to spread it open. Alright, and he's gonna take them out, kind of expecting it to stay that way. And he's just, like... He's just kind of disappointed as it slowly, like, clump, uh, collapses on itself again. <sighs> You need a stick for this? I don't see them using one. Do they like it collapsed? How do they put this away? I'm just- I'm so curious. Do I wake up from my trance just hearing, how does this thing work? What is this <laughs> Do they just like- I would I would say yes. Since you only have to transfer four hours, you you can wake up to Alex prodding this bedroll next to you. He's gonna like start like. Uh, he's gonna like grab the side of it. And he's gonna start feeling around. Is it just all soft? As some sections were, if it isn't. Uh, How? Bad questions. You could just wait for me to wake up. Oh. <laughs> as soon as you interrupt him, he was about to like. Drag his claw along it. Oh, I don't know. Somebody left the burrow out. They're called bedrolls. Bedrolls. May I see? Okay. He like sits up in his bedroll. Yeah, he's gonna toss it over. He's mid stretch. It just plops in his face. <laughs> you just you you feel like an abnormally soft just bedroll slap you in the face. Graces his eyebrow like what? Before like I he'll... didn't see it here before. Hmm. That is disturbingly soft. Well that's the let's ask the group in the morning. See if anybody had it. Alright then. You going back but... to bed? Uh, maybe not. Um, but here, that's how we use it. And I'll open it up for him. Show him how we lay out a bedroll. Okay. So you just lay out the bedroll. Hmm. Interesting. He takes another piece of bite of the bark. 
That is so loud. <laughs> I thought that was him like cracking his back or something. I was like, damn. No, I, I just grabbed like this fucking slur um this fucking slurpy cap I have her next to me. I didn't expect it to sound as good as the din. <laughs> However, that is kind of like what it sounds like when Alex stretches though. It does. Says he's all just chitin. It is. I Foolish shrieks. <laughs> so, do you do anything with this laid-out bedroll? Do you roll it back up? You're just gonna leave it there. I'm gonna. I'd like to investigate it, like pat it down to see if there's anything more, and cast detect magic. Okay. So you cast detect magic. There, it is magical. It is transmutation. And you want to give me an investigation check? Poor favor. Okay. Okay. So there is definitely transmutation magic, and this thing seems magical. And as you're kind of patting it down, looking around, you're kind of looking at the tail end of this bedroll when your head snaps up because you think you see movement and you see what seems to be a humanoid eye on the bedroll shut. You sure you don't want a bite? Pretty good. I mean, you don't really find it's kind of... It's, it's only kind of a lucky find. I mean, it's just the kind of quality of bark. It's just everywhere. I, I, I don't really... I... <laughs> huh? I wish to just stab the eye. Do you stab it? Definitely. Roll to hit. Ooh. Oh shit! Stationary object goes crazy, no? Hey. So as you pull out this rapier, go to stab. Alex, you see as this bedroll, seemingly by itself, scrunches up like a slug and shoots forward, dodging the rapier. And then it is going to turn around to look at you, and you see as it all of a sudden kind of puffs itself up, you see two humanoid eyes on top as the kind of inner bedroll part just gets replaced with teeth. Wow, bedrolls are interesting. This is no bedroll. And with that, since you two are the only ones up, let's roll initiative. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is like, what a weird feature. Hmm. <laughs> exactly. He just took a pee, like he just eating bark, watching this go down. I don't know why humans want to sleep on those. <laughs> Bro, and the teeth? No thing. So it was shot over here. Mimic sleeping bag. You guys could put yourself up by the mimic. And currently, Fullis, where is your character? There we go. Thank you, Wayne. You guys are the only ones currently awake. Man. Yes. Would it be too much to ask if you could put it to a slightly darker shade for the background? <laughs> Slightly darker shade. A 
slightly darker shade. Let me let me see if I have anything for the background real quick. There's, I don't... there's a back there's a background color that you could use. We swapped maps and my eyes are bleeding. Uh, oh, thank I, you. I, I I have a black square. Don't worry. Well, if you go into the settings for the actual map, you can change the background color. I'm too lazy. Okay, understandable. I'll just zoom in. <laughs> I'll just shrink it a bit so the black works. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um. Okay. So with that, Fullest, it is your turn first as this bedroll seemingly dodged to the side. And what would you like to do? I am going to Blade Song. Okay. So, first things first. Basically, both will. Well, all right, Beard, basically get into a basically center, get into his usual stance. It's a Kenobi stance. Oh, what? The right above his hand. Mm-hmm. Your, your mic was kind of going funky there. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, he gets into the Obi-Wan Kenobi stance. Spray Beard above his head. Getting into an offensive stance before charging at the creature. Um, and... It's not like he's running per se. To, like Ali, it, it, it seems like he's more floating. Like it, it's much more elegant in his movements as he rushes at the creature. And I'm gonna use my booming blade. Mm. Okay. So I'll roll to hit. A nineteen hits. I'll deal 11, and if it moves, it will deal. It will take 1d8 uh, thunder damage. If it and moves, you see as Volus okay. basically thrusts into the creature, and the blade kind of acts as a con- uh, conduit for electricity, and as it just strikes the creature, the second it hits it, it just fizzles. It looks as if nothing happened, but Volus gets back preparing himself. And that'll end my turn. Okay. Is that a failed spell? <laughs> And as you, as you kind of stab it, you do hear this gargling, monstrous noise from this mimic. And it's just going to bare its teeth at you. <laughs> but, oh. Alex, it is your turn. I really don't get what it means to do this. <laughs> as I must say, this is no... <laughs> this is no bedroll. This is a creature that's trying to kill us. Mm. All right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he leans forward in the chair. <laughs> All right. He's gonna get up, and he's well. He's not even up, but what the fuck? Is... Oh yeah, here we are. Up, back. Okay, that and hits. Then... And then he's gonna take out a McFucking one sec. Uh, oh yeah, and I'm strike. Okay, that also hits. Use a key. Oh, but that's for blows, yes. 
Flurry of Blows would only give you one extra on Arm Strike. So the 19 does hit. Yes, but you already used one on Arm Strike. Does it work like that? No, it does not work like that. It gives you two. So you can't use... It gives you two per bonus action if you Flurry of Blows. Oh, I see. It doesn't give you an extra two. So the 19 does hit. Two. So, full as you see as this giant bug man wielding his two-handed glaive-like weapon that you've never seen before, comes down, strikes this mimic in the middle of his back. You see cloth kind of fly up in the air, and then his two little arms underneath just go and start punching this mimic with soft thuds. This mimic is going to die probably going to attack you Alex oh. 21 to hit as it just kind of lunges forward grabbing this lamprey style m- mouth onto your leg well, doesn't that fucking hurt So you are going to take eight damage as it just kind of his teeth bury into your chitin. Mm. But it is going to let go. And then it is immediately going to run. As it runs away. 15. And as it runs away, Booming Blade does damage. So there's just this, is it just a loud pop, or how does it work? It's more of the second he, like, it makes the motion of running, and it takes that step. The electricity electricity just comes back and shocks his body. Ooh. Yep, so you just see electricity rack this mimic as it's running away. Both of you still get opportunity attacks if you'd like. Hell yeah. That is what I was waiting Oh, we both suck. 13 does hit. The 9 misses. So 9 with your rapier as he's running. Okay. So you just kind of catch the tail of this bedroll as he's running away. Alex, your Githga just buries itself into this floor. Not used to fighting creatures this small. But Fullis, it is now your turn. Zoom kind of sprints on after it trying to cut it off booming blade once again okay so you stab it with with your rapier but you actually the creature kind of parries with his teeth bites in it he leaves a couple scratch marks on the blade but with that, that is the oh. end of your turn. Alex. Alright then. Oh, okay, what was it? Let me read something on this real quick. Ah, here we are. 
Alright. Well, I'm going to attack with... He's gonna take out, like, uh, the shurikens he saw earlier, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna use the bonus action to empower these. If it does hit. And I uh, just... Love it. Two. Okay, 22 hits as you throw this triangle-based shuriken. Yep. Plus a 1d4. Two. So you're seeing now this bedroll just has cuts along its body. It's a it's a very beaten up piece of cloth right now. But with that, it's actually going to five, five, ten. Move to this side of you, Folus. Turn around oh, no. and make a bite at you. Fourteen to hit. Will miss. That misses. And with it, it's still going to start. Actually, let's see. It's already used most of its movement, so it's not going to move and just kind of square up with you. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, my motherfucker is like. <laughs> oh. Oh, you, just, you just see as it's kind of like dodging and weaving around you, gnashing its teeth at you. It is now your turn, Folus. <laughs> Motherfuckers playing Dark Souls. <laughs> Whose small child is this? <laughs> I'm trying to break your ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Well, it's only failed me once out of the two times I've tried it. Booming Blade. Okay. It's nine, failed me twice out of the three times I've tried it. Oh. Nine misses. Alex, turn. it is your turn. I will continue from what you left off. Kid that bitch. Die. No. A ten uh, misses. All right, bonus action. You, not, you know, key point. You know what I'm gonna do. Fuck this thing. Eleven misses. Twenty does hit. What the fuck? You deal five damage as you beating on this helpless sleeping bag. However, oh, goes back to its turn. It is still in the fight. Going to bite you, Fullis. A 19 to hit. Uh, 19 will hit me. Okay. And that is going to be 7 damage. As like with Alex, its lamprey mouth just latches onto your leg and just kind of tears away at your skin. And then you may both make, make attack of opportunities as it's going to try and scurry away into the bushes. <laughs> 25 and 23 those those both hit it absolutely gets decimated you just see an explosion of cotton fly into the air as you kill this mimic and it just lays there lifeless tries to zoidberg out <laughs> um, if he can Alex is gonna take one of the cotton like well, now, now that it's dead, the cotton starts kind of turning away from cotton and more into this purpley reddish flesh. <gasps> and you see as its body kind of sitting almost halfway in the bushes is just this 
kind of dried prune-like body with two front arms dragging itself in. Like a kid, as soon as the pin, like a kid with a pinata that's been broken, Alex is gonna go over there and he's gonna start scooping up the meat. Okay. Well, this is gonna watch like it. <laughs> it it's kind of like pulp in your hands. It's just kind of like very hard to hard to grab onto. Mm-hmm. He's just gonna start nibbling. He's gonna nibble a piece. How was it? I'd say I'd say it's pretty bad it it, it tastes like food you've left out in the sun for a day and it's just kind of (laughs) turned this rancid pulpy soft kind of texture a bug could wish I guess but not all dreams come true (laughs) he's gonna is that you and I'd say I'd say at this point if you all if the rest of the party wants to start like waking up from this noise you can He's not de- he he's not a glutton. He's just desperate for food. <laughs> the party's never complete without a bird or a glutton. Just how it works. Oh. Somebody's gotta get the seven. Gotta fill to come across decent food. I was very happy for once. We'll find you something, buddy. Mm. If I had the money earlier, oh, I should have stopped by and checked out those. What did you say they were? Vendors? Yes. Vendors would be very useful when finding good food. If you gentlemen would not mind out there, some of us are trying to get our beauty sleep. Thank you. Oh, you're <laughs> echoing through the hole. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies, I, he's gonna bow to the hole. Paulus <laughs> uh, uh, oh, is so perplexed. He just—he did not just—he like Paulus wipes his eyes. <laughs> and then, uh, well, Alex is just kind of, kind of like kick away the mimic into the bushes, you know. It, it's pretty then, easy to do so. It just kind of goes. Yeah, like kicking ice cubes under a fridge, and then he's just gonna sit back down. <laughs> sit back down, continue your watch. Yeah. Folis, are you gonna stay awake with him, or? Sure. Okay. Continue, uh, live rest. And he's gonna say, no, bedrolls don't usually do that. Alright, happy to hear that. <laughs> Almost that if you didn't shoot your bedroll well enough, that would happen. I guess that was just my bedroll. I was just tired of dealing with me. <laughs> uh, could I, could I roll Arcana history of some kind to know what that was, or would I just know? Like, I, I'd say roll Arcana. Gotcha. Fourteen. I'd say that's good enough, and you're pretty well learned. That you would you would have read about it before. You never would have seen one, but you would definitely have heard about creatures that like to take the shape of objects to try and trick and then consume adventurers. And you're assuming that's what that creature was, trying to make himself into a bedroll so you would crawl inside of his mouth and then be eaten. Um, Follis will. He actually like smiles. Um, 
like recalling the information for he uh, that was was a mimic um, I recalled stories of basically creatures mm. that would trans transform into common items in order to eat adventuring party mm. I've always heard stories but I've never seen one in person uh, would I sorry go on you would exciting. you wouldn't have never seen one Alex you wouldn't have no clue what it is Hmm. Uh, but one down? I don't know, that was it. You just said, how interesting. Exciting. Uh, that's downright terrifying. Hmm. Let alone ambushes. I don't... If they were to hide in the ruins, I don't think there'd be a lot of members coming back as much as they did. I'm sure your people would have adapted. No? Your people would have simply done what my people Right story. Tell cautionary tales for adventuring parties for the future. No? Alright, hold on. My grandmother came in with oh, the I'm sorry. dog. <clears throat> well, we got some explaining to do once the others wake up. <laughs> of course, once. Laden is done with his beauty sleep. I mean, why does beauty have to sleep? It's a saying. Ah. I believe. Maybe he does need it. So I'll beauty. We don't know what they look like. I'll make sure to... I'll make sure to tell him that he's beautiful regardless. Hmm. I mean, honestly, this whole thing about beauty is quite strange. The younger Thrykun, depending on their influences, would decorate their skin. It's quite strange. Mm. Paint all kinds of colors on it. Okay. With that, I would say the next two hours pass and your rests pretty effectively. No more problems or unexpected visitors. As the rest of you can just kind of begin waking up. You, of course, do not see the body of the mimic as it has been kicked off into the bushes on the side. But you all start waking up, getting ready for your third day of the adventure. I have not mm. slept like that in a hot minute. Mm. Was it good? Oh, it was good. Hmm. I'm happy to hear that. What about you? How's your rest? Uh, Turns and stares at him. I'm gonna look where I. I'm gonna look at the bush and look right back at her. It was well. Yeah, yeah, good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah. We, we were attacked. I had nothing, huh? <laughs> By the way. <laughs> Um, I would like to point out, he kicked away the corpse, the meat, the meat bits would still be there. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, there there are just meat bits, but if people aren't looking for it, it's definitely just like, they look like purple flowers on the ground. If you're really <laughs> not paying attention. <laughs> so. What is it? 
a sure. creature just hmm? oh sorry I just arrived in the conversation continue a creature disguised itself as a sleeping bag wanted me to climb inside of it I noticed it and it bit me so we killed it you climbed uh, inside of it I almost did almost he was teaching me how a bed roll works hmm and you said it disguised itself as your bedroll? Yes. Yeah, there was possibly something called a mimic. Hmm. Never seen it. I mean, it's right there. Did you get him, like, over to the bushes? Just kind of, like, lean over to, <laughs> to, to view at it. But there's not, uh, there's not much less of it. That's the case. It was really strange, I'm gonna tell you that. It was an experience. Hmm. Well, let's hope there's no more of such creatures on our adventures. Because, to be quite frank, I would rather not crawl into the belly of one of those. I think it would be relatively uncomfortable. I mean, uh, you have no fear inside the burrows, unless there be some kind of terrain traversing monster. Well, you do make a fine point. <clears throat> to be granted, though, <clears throat> I don't really see there being such creatures here. You know, the more and more I learn, the more and more I just know that burrows are superior. <laughs> You are correct. You probably should make an endeavor in a business model. You could probably make a smashing killing with that. Metaphorically oh. speaking, oh. not oh. literally. Oh, that's what you no. mean. All right. No. I, was... <laughs> <laughs> I am... Forgive me. I don't believe I'm brave enough to climb inside of it. Oh, it's not that bad. No, I'm on no, it. My biggest fear is waking up with nothing but dirt in my face. And mouth. And oh, nose. don't worry, it's clamped up. If you do it properly, it won't fall on you. Think of it as a small hole. Instead, it's just a hole in the ground without a yes, door. Like... Of course, you don't have to enforce the floor, but the top does a bit. Now you wonder, actually, here, you know, I, I bet people are kind of confused. This is one of the favorite things I learned with the weasels. But if you see over here, like, oh, how is this standing up without any beams of support? Well, that, my friend, is how we utilize everything we can. So if you look over here, he's going to, like, take, a, like, a clump of dirt, right? You know, it's just nothing. Just some soil. Well, if you just do this, he's going to open up his mouth, right? And, like, a good old chunk of slobber is gonna fall onto it. So, now you just gotta pat it. And then you just gotta... And he's gonna pat it up on the top. Do this much enough. Wait for it to dry. Not too much. Make sure to keep it moist a little bit. But it'll be fine. Oh, but it's even better if you find clay, though. Folus is visibly disgusted at this. <laughs> 
Polis is. Now, yeah. I know that expression too. There are some unfortunate Rykreen that have uh, genetic defections. They, they have, they, for some reason, they don't like dirty places. So. <laughs> Thank God you can't see uh, Layden's face because <laughs> he's making a quite visible, inwardly cringe smile. <laughs> as <he's watching>. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's why we pat them down with leaves as well on top of that. That sounds um. lovely. Um, shall we get ready to leave? <laughs> yes, quite. I, I think it's about that time. Oh, good oh, heavens. Look, even... the sun hasn't even moved. <laughs> <laughs> it's even better if there's a water source nearby. It's quite physically Alex, oh Alex, Alex, have you gotten your items? We gotta go before the sun sets. Oh, outstanding, outstanding. Let's get going. I haven't told you about how we make the toilets yet. Oh, yes, yes. You can tell us on the road. You know, after no, I finish no. my tale. <laughs> after, after, no, no, no. No, no, after I finish my tale. After I finish my tale. <laughs> Yeah. You're right. We have a job to complete. Yes, yes. <sighs> like, there's just an exhale from Volus. Like, crisis averted. <laughs> Alright. At, at, at a random point on our show. Hmm. Hmm. No. I mean, honestly. The leaves are an excellent one. Like even, even if it was made to accommodate Tharakirin that can't stand the idea of that. I mean, it's just overall more comfortable. Filling that bedroom makes it. Uh, I might get one myself. Certainly. Glad you'd like. I could just put it down on the surface. Oh, it's quite small. I. I do hope they make one of my size. We can... Who knows? Maybe if we get enough gold, we can have one custom made for you. Or even better, we could make a inside lining for your... Uh, burrows? Is that the correct term? Yes. <laughs> Ooh, maybe we could do that. Maybe that would be comfortable. Yeah. I don't I remember know. remember what I told you about, like, those... Round... Those, uh, the range traversing... Monsters, right? Reminds me of time I get honestly, th those those kind of creatures happen to be my worst nightmare. Hmm. Well, don't worry, they're not here. Oh, of course. The, the point is, reason why is they specifically like the green because we have to be out over in the open lands. We have to be careful, so we make burrows when we rest, so we don't get ambushed. But. Whatever these creatures find some of us squads out there, it's pretty much just free picking. We won't even realize it until we're grabbed, unless we hear the screams. Hmm. It's like getting sucked out of a straw. So, I didn't realize I was muted that whole time. Sorry. <laughs> huh. I was wondering why I kept getting talked over. That is why. <laughs> so, only about an hour after you guys break from your camp you made for the night, you guys actually see what seems to be 
around seven people standing in the road in front of you. I'd say still probably a good 200 feet out. That's a more adventurous. Sorry, six people, not seven. Mm. My sword, hand on my sword. You think they're <laughs> also knights? Okay. And so you put your hand on your sword, and you actually notice as they're starting to walk towards you, you start seeing short swords being drawn out of sheaths. All right, I guess we're beefing. No, 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 please, please. Hmm. Well, it could be quite misunderstood individuals, I'm sure, as I kind of <laughs> head lopsided in the direction of Polis. I mean, if you want, I could just go over to the forest right now and like, hop on them. Let's just, let's just speak shortly. We don't know. Well, uh, what are they wearing? Uh, all of most of them seem to be wearing leather armor as they draw closer. However, a person in front, he seems to be kind of. You can't see what armor he's wearing as he kind of has this heavy leather poncho-looking thing, cowboy hat, and you see in his hand instead of a short sword, he has a kind of small dagger in his left hand, and what. None of you would know in character, but he has a pistol in his right as he's just kind of walking forward. I would like to wave to these people. He is going to wave his dagger at you as he's coming close. And then you see him raise the pistol to you and just point it at Follis. So, I think y'all are smart enough to tell how this is going to go. Or do I need to spell it out for you? Um, sir, I can't see what's going on. Can you please explain? You're getting robbed. Oh. Oh, dear. So I recommend you hand over all your stuff, put it on the floor. We'll let you pass over. I'm guessing y'all are heading over to Polaris or something. My, what an interesting turn of events. What? I don't have... This is all the gold my mother gave me! Oh. Well, if you want to fight us, you can. I don't mind. Uh, so, I take it these people are not knights? I'm going to look over to, like, Layden. Oh, they're yeah, not. No, no, I kind of, like... I, I just kind of, like, have my hand slightly out of the cloak, just, like, in, in a motion of just, like, hold on a sec. It's just... Let's just look now. <laughs> Full of okay, okay. like... Okay, okay. I'm... Oh, you, you see... He's, like, fanning his eyes. There's no tears coming out. But he's gonna reach for his pouch. And he's gonna pull out his whole, you know, coin pouch. And he's gonna hold it out to him. Just here, here. And uh, is he reaching for it? He is going to start reaching for it. Gotcha. Uh, as he reaches for it, I'm gonna cast the spell Color Spray at second level. Okay. He's gonna reach for his money bag. <laughs> Do you, do, you, uh, wait, so, do you say you start reaching for Follis's money bag or? No, <laughs> money bag. Oh, yours. Okay. So color spray, dazzling ray of flashing light, six d ten. The totals how many hit points a creature the spell can affect. Starting with the creature the lowest current hit. Point. Okay. Roll me. Roll me the 6d10. Uh, it was at second level, so if I'm correct, it's 8? Uh, yes, 8d10. Sorry. 
Awesome. 5d10. So and that'll then... mean Follis will be right here. Sadly, with a 15-foot cone, actually, if you're right here, 15-foot cone will only hit the ringleader. Oh, they spaced out. They saw my shit coming. So yes, everyone start rolling your initiative. By the How... way, man, I add my I add my proficiency modifier to my initiative just as a heads up. Oh, you do? Okay. So does that is that the eight or do we need to add something to it? Um, no, that's uh, you add uh, two to the uh, or was it two or is it? Uh, Proficiency yeah, right now is two. Yeah, two. Yes, two. Okay. You add two. Uh, thank you. <clears throat> so that. So for the color spray, we will just <clears throat> wait until it's everyone has one turn and then it disappears. Right, it's one round. Got it. That motherfucker blind as shit, though. This is what happens when you go to the gay side of Tumblr. <laughs> <laughs> So, starting out Follis, you start the fight by throwing pocket sand into his eyes, pocket glitter. What do you want to do now, as he's kind of recoiling and seems to, like, start wiping his eyes? First things first, Blade Song. Pulling oh, wait, out his wait, sorry. I actually forgot to uh, roll for Gina, or Zena. I forgot they were not here. What the owl doing? What the, uh, owl doing? the owl is pulling out her giant glaive. <laughs> with a three, so she'll pull it out at the end of the turn. <laughs> it just takes that long. <laughs> it's uh, the the glaive's like twice her size, so it's gonna take a bit. Legend, I'm sorry, God. If we don't get enough food, I'm probably just gonna eat these guys. You, you I, like I said, you all started with your starting rations. You haven't been going haven't hungry. Been. You started with ten rations because you guys didn't go and buy any. Ah. Uh. So, I didn't know that. You know I barely run the food rules. So, Fullis. He's Fullis, not gonna eat them. Fullis, what would you like to do? It is your turn starting. Uh, I am gonna be a basic boring bitch. Uh, booming blade on this gentleman. Twenty-three hits. Awesome. Damage for nine. Nine. You stab forward with your rapier. You kind of catch him in his left shoulder. Uh, and then I will. Hmm. <laughs> That's a great question. What do I want? Part of me wants to make movement, but I don't think there's any. Fuck it. Full send it. Go over here. 15 feet this way because he's blinded when I proc an attack of opportunity? Uh, yes, you do, but he still has disadvantage. Gotcha. And that is a 15 to hit. That will miss. Okay. So you, you see as he's kind of wildly swinging around this dagger in his left hand, kind of hearing you move past, but he does miss you. 
I'll stand right here and battle in my turn. Okay. It's my charisma modifier, Matt. Okay, well, I've already added a two to it, so... So, I'm just saying, in general. Oh, wait, there's... There's two Folluses on the on the initiative tracker. It's my doppelganger. Oh wait, it's soul. Oh, we it never soul. We, we didn't get rid of them from your other fight. So I there we go. Bees. There was two use. I just deleted him. Oh. Daffodil, it is your turn. Hey. Oh boy. Oh boy, I'm not used to this distance. Yep, twenty five feet. If I have to walk like everyone else. Um, I will go right next to Fullers. Um, I, 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 I shoot this one. Shoot nineteen hits. Ow! Two damage. Your your arrow just kind of like lightly grazes his cheek. And he's just kind yeah, of fuck he's, you, bitch. he's staring down at you, but he's not staring very hard. He's just kind of looking at you. Not really angry. Yeah, yeah that's it for my turn. Okay. Alex, it is your turn. Ooh, let's go. The funny giant bug is gonna charge this. What now? What the fuck? Okay, you head over there. <laughs> I'm gonna throw a funny thing at him. Oh, that is a good thing, Talon. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, Daffodil, you do add your decks to bow damage. You do? Yes, you do. Wow. <laughs> also, Dex was wow. not a part of the attack roll as well. It it oh. also wasn't part of the attack roll. Oh, it's part of deck too. I mean, it's part of the attack roll too. Two. Yeah. Mm. Oh, so you actually do six damage in total. Wow. Mm. Yeah. Delicious. It's it's like how. Oh, that's right. You've only ever played a monk. Never mind. (laughs) I've been been playing ranged fighters all my life. I know these rules. Oh oh no, (laughs) arcane archer. If only it was better. Okay, Ichalek. Ichalek. I said it right. I'm I'm the god. No, you said itch. Anyhow. <laughs> Is it not itch? Mm. It's itch. Itch. Ah. Eleven misses as this bandit kind of like Fuck. dodges to the side as you throw it. Good luck, I don't have extra attack. I would have thrown the other one. <clears throat> Please do the fucking guy over. At least 45 movement to get here, right? Uh, I'm assuming you did. You moved before I looked. Yeah. 45, yep. What happened to my thing? Fuck. Alright. Alright. I can't do anything about this. Okay, that is the end of your turn, then. You rule the day you messed with me. So this man being blind is going to shoot where he still thinks Follis used to be. Which means, Layden, you're going to get a pistol shot at you. Okay. 
with disadvantage, as he cannot currently see and is shooting wildly. And that is a seven to hit. So you all hear just this thunderous explosion and a flash of light come out of this man's hand. However, most of you do not know what it actually is. Alex is going to flinch at this. He is... He is quite taken off guard. <laughs> With a hint of fear. And by the Pussy. way, just to say it is a six-shooter revolver style. So not flintlock. Just so you know. Cowboy. This man Blake? is... It, it is not Blake. Wait. This man seems to be more in his like late 40s. He has a white kind of scraggly beard, long white hair falling falling out of his hat. He's an imposter. Like may have been young, but he definitely didn't act like it. So this person, this band is going to rock up to you, Alex. Start trying to shank you with his short sword. An 11 to hit. <laughs> Alex? Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you were talking to someone else. Can I repeat that? Is it, does an 11 hit you? No. So you kind of just sidestep as this bandit just lazily thrust his sword at you. However... Uh, I would say he would redirect it with his chitin. <laughs> So you just take the stab. You just didn't do it hard enough to get past your natural armor. Yes. Okay. Puffed Layden. out his chest. Layden, it is currently your turn. Okay. Let me see. Um, there's no one next to me, unfortunately. So. Uh, that doesn't work as well. Okay. Oh, wait, he's right there. Never mind. And there shouldn't be anybody within five feet. So right there. Um, I'll use my uh, Rakish Audacity. Mean advantage on uh, attack on him for sneak attack. Uh, that's a 3d6 if I get that. So let's see. Wow. Never mind then. Yes. This is completely... Eight misses. You just kind of, you stab where he think he should be, but he's kind of walking around like he's drunk. He's still blind at this point. Okay. Is that the end of your turn? Mm-hmm. With that, this bandit is going to make his way past you, Alex, from the back. He's going for a stab. Twenty-one to hit. So you watch as he kind of gets behind you, stabs his sword in between your chitin. Yeah, it's for a joint. So you're gonna take eight damage as he plunges his short sword into you. Oh, it's an extra scrunch. This person, noticing the magic you casted, Folus, is going to walk up to you. That's going to be a six to miss. I hope so. <laughs> Xena, you see Xena finally get her glaive out. 
She is going. <laughs> she is going to fly thirty feet up to the man with the gun, and you actually hear as she flies, there is no noise from her wings. She is then going to make a single attack. I forgot to set up her thing. Give me a second. So she's going to make a single weapon attack with her glaive. That is a 10. You see, she kind of clumsily swings her glaive down on this man, just missing him by a mile. However, it's now his turn. Five thirty to get behind you, Layden. <clears throat> that is going to be a 14 to hit, Layden. Nope. So you see as he kind of gets behind you, tries to backstab, you just simply smack his sword out of your way with a gauntlet. This guy that you attacked last, Fullis, is going to make an attack at you now. 11 to hit. <laughs> Same thing. Just every everyone seems to be missing as you just kind of dodge and weave kind of agilely out of the way. Like the, dancing around the place. The leader is finally going to clear his eyes of the glitter, and Fullis, it is now your turn. Alright. Don't be surprised, team. I already did it once. We're gonna do it twice. Make it very nice. Colors play first level. <laughs> and which way are you doing it? <laughs> uh, Naturally, I want to hit every one of my teammates. You do? No, I do not. <laughs> um... <laughs> So you're just doing the two above you? Yes. Yeah, you can catch them both. So roll the 60, 10, and it affects their hit points. Oh, that's sexist. Oops. That'll be oh, 38 in total. Sixes. 38. So yeah, they actually both become blinded. As you just throw pocket glitter in their face. It never gets old. <laughs> Was that the end of your turn? Uh, I'm gonna go behind these guys. Except I'm not going to because attack of opportunity is a bit. So I'll end my turn there. Huh? You? No, you can go behind them. No one can attack of uh, opportunity attack of you. Hmm? Oh, wait. Yeah, so if you move here, you would take an attack of opportunity. That's right. Yeah, so I'll just stay there. And that'll end my turn. Got it. Alex, it's currently your turn being just ganged up on by these two bandits. Hey, what happened to me? Oh, I skipped you. Daffodil, it's your turn. Alex, you're too slow. Sorry, buddy. Um, <laughs> Ow! I pulled up. Uh, oh, so you will take this one. If you move there, if you move there, you will take an opportunity attack. Feel sick. I will not move there. Okay. Um, I, 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 I shoot this one. Okay. So eighteen does hit. 
five piercing damage as you shoot them on the other cheek, giving them these cool double scars. Uh, fuck you, now you're <laughs> as matching. He's, as he's like rubbing his eyes, you shoot him in the cheek. You see him just recoil, not knowing what's going on. Alex, currently your turn now. Sorry, Daffodil was at the end of your turn. I should ask that. Um, I believe so. Okay. okay. So, Alex, it is your turn. Hey. <clears throat> uh, I got a question about the very top one. Okay. Would I have to withhold my, uh, with that attack, or could I still make it? So you're talking about Agile Parry? Yeah. It, it's So you get just plus two in your AC. Yeah, so you just get a plus two as long as you make an unarmed attack. Radical. All right. <clears throat> yeah, so as long as you, as long as you don't lose your... Kensei weapon, weapon, which is your Githyanki, I think. Not Githyanki, Githya. that's the wrong name. Uh, Githka and Kachka. Githka. Githka and Kachka. As long as you have your Githka, not a Githyanki, Githka, you you can have a plus two to your AC. Alright, well, I'm gonna expend a key point for the, you know, uh. What is it? What is it again? Step of the wind, yes. Step of the wind, so that'll mm. allow you to dash. You will take two opportunity attacks. I was gonna use him to disengage. Oh, okay. You're gonna disengage. Got so it. I can get back up with these guys. Okay, that's fine. So you know, gonna clap, uh, clap some manacles at them, and I just get over here and going to use Githka. But wait. Oh, you have advantage, yeah, so 20... Yeah, 22. 22 does hit. <clears throat> and 12 does miss. But that gets the plus 2 anyhow. I don't mind. Yep, you still get your plus 2 to AC. Alright, we're, we're in business. <laughs> you gonna roll your Githka damage? So nine to this man, slashing him across the back as he's focusing on Layden. Okay. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah. That's both bonus and So now on the leader's turn. He is going to attack you with the dagger, Layden. That is a seven to hit as you simply just kind of parry him away with your, you're using a rapier, right? Mm -hmm. Simply parry him away. However, it is now these bandits turn. He is going to move up to you, Alex, as he ran away from your fight. An 18 to hit. Fuck. He did beats. <laughs> That is nine damage as he stabs you again with this short sword. Short 
Layden, it is currently your turn. Turn. Hmm. Going to stab a bitch. Use Rakish and just get right behind him. <clears throat> Can you click that so I can see what it does? Yep. Starting at third, gotta. Oh, sorry. It was actually fancy footwork. I apologize. Okay. <clears throat> oh, so you you have to attack him first. No, I don't. When you no, choose, you, do. you learn how to land, slip away. If you make a melee attack against a creature, the creature cannot make opportunity attacks against you for the rest of your turn. Um, it's okay, Tyrone. If you just do bonus action disengage, you can still do what your same move. It'll just cost you bonus action. Alright, sure. I'll use a bonus action and disengage. Okay, disengage, get behind this guy. Mm -hmm. So 26. Okay, hit. nat uh, 20. That's a 3d6 with a uh, sneak attack damage on top. So let's do that. So, so with the crit, you just quickly fancy footwork behind him, slit his throat, and he falls dead. Nice. And uh, let's see. I believe that right there would end my turn, sir. Okay. With that being the end of your turn, this bandit is going to start charging at you. 25 feet up to you to avenge his fallen brother. A 13 to hit. Nope. Okay. This man up with you, Fullis, he is blinder than a bat. That is an 11 to hit, which misses. Down to the Owlin's turn with her glaive in hand. Talon, your mic's broke again. So with glaive in hand, you see she lands just a top-heavy strike on this main leader. She does a total of nine damage, bringing it down on his right shoulder. Cutting deep. He is dead, so it's not his turn. One man has disadvantage. A 13 misses, Follis? Yes. Yep, so he also misses his strikes against you, and it is back to your turn. You know, I feel bad. Sorry about that. I do it. No, I can't. Pocket sing. <laughs> I, I can't keep doing this and keeping my sanity. Uh, but I what I will do... We are so martial. I just realized that. Holy. 
Um, well, I, I kind of forgot a roll initiative for your sorcerer. <laughs> Just in general, we have like, like what two half casters? Two half casters? Like I, I, I'm a full caster. Leslie's a full caster. No one else would be a half caster. <laughs> I was in fact wrong. I can't accept this. I stabbed the man in front of me. Oh, go ahead and stab. 22 hits. Actually, wait. I'm going to stab this guy because he's um the one on the left. Already taking damage. Pew! With a 9, you stab him in the throat. He falls to the floor. What was that? That was out of character. Please. <laughs> I, I, I will allow you to do that out of character. Sorry, that's that's the last time. Sorry, it's a it's a coping mechanism. That'll end my turn. Daffodil, it is currently your turn. Go. Um, he's still gonna get attack of opportunities if I. If you, what, move right now? Yes. I, yeah. Oh. Wait, but you are a rogue. You can do what Tyrone did and disengage as a bonus action. I guess. Okay, didn't sound too happy about that. I guess. Um, me googling what disengage does again. It allows you, you to You can move, move without getting hit. They cannot take opportunity attacks during this turn. Oh, really? That's it? Mm, okay, I guess. But can I still attack, though? Yeah, it's just a bonus action, so you still have your full action. Oh, okay, sweet. I'll do that, then. Um, Somewhere cushier, like right here. Okay, are you sure you don't want to move behind him so you can get advantage, or...? Oh, yes. Good thinking. I shall move behind him. Okay. That gives me advantage? Yes, because of flanking. You are flanking with Fullis currently. I can finally use sneak attack. Finally. My time has come. Uh, yes. I hit him. This is my moment. 20 hits. Yes. Um, and then... Extra one, what was it? Extra 2d6 damage, one creature. Okay. Is it a 2d6 right now or is it 3d6 right now? Oh, it's a 2d6 right now, 2d6. Oh, it's 2d6? Yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty sure so. Tarbonius. Oh, yes. Currently 2d6. Mm. Uh, so, seven damage. And we back. Seven Don't damage. Don't your dead mod. Hmm. Huh? Don't forget to add your dex mod to your uh, damage. That was for ranged your... only. No, it's no, rapier as well. No, rapier. Every every weapon whoa, whoa. will get your modifiers added to them. Yes. Do I need to what? go? Do I need to go check crown rend stats? Were you not using crown rend right? No, they all had dex on them. I didn't know rogue used dex on everything too. Um, yeah. Think of weapons itself. Like as a general rule, so it because if it, if you're using a strength based weapon, you're obviously going to add your um, strength mod to it as well. Oh. That just applies to everything. 
So that was actually 11 damage in, in total of what you did. Yeah. Getting weaker. I figured out how to play a fucking rogue. It's over for you bitches. Is that the end of your turn? Yes. Alex, it is currently your turn. Let's go. I'm ready to kill. And I'm ready to die. Oh boy. Here we go killing again. Shit, I just realized that's exactly what Barry's character is. <laughs> when here. His, this guy won't stop me from trying to kill his boss. Okay. You go again. 22 hits. Do that. Okay. And just because, fuck this guy, hold on, where the fuck is he? Wait a minute, why am I using decks for my unarmed strikes? I forgot, hold on. I could be doing so much damage with these. So much hits. Do you not have your stuff set up right either? Well, not for the unarmed strikes. Just because, no, no, I'm going full into this guy. Better key point for blows, two attacks on this guy, fuck him. Okay, go ahead. There we are, those are better, those are better. Roll the damage for the 24. Oh yeah. But not the Okay, so this, this is why we do it one attack at a time, Barry. One attack at a time. You killed him with the six damage. Hilarious. Can I just transfer the other one over to him? <laughs> yes, you can. You can transfer it over to the other guy. Hell yeah. Because that would also hit him. So you hit him across the chest with the Githka, punch him in the chin, just hear a snap of his neck, then punch his subordinate after you <laughs> killed the boss. So with that, the bandit has died, and it is currently his turn. Seeing that his do? boss has died, he's going to stab you. What did I do? Kill me? He has a 20 to hit. Alright! And that is 7 damage as he just stabs you in the hip. The bug's down. <laughs> okay, the bug has gone down. Hmm. Layden, it is now your turn. Hmm. Uh, I'm assuming this gentleman is still alive next to me. Yes, yes he is. Um, so. There's nobody else around me, so advantage still applied to him. Um, uh, let's see if I can hit. 24 hits. And I will apply the sneak to my roll with the actual attack itself. If, uh, it should be a... Hold on. I'm on the wrong thing. What was... Oh, yeah, wrong one. And then right there. That should be it. Yes. 
Uh, let me see. That's a, it's a 12 and a 14. Um, so that is something to remember. Sneak attack does not add your dexterity. Okay. You you still do kill with the amount of damage you do. <laughs> okay, I'll take it off. I did not realize. So again, you cut this man's throat as well, ending him in one sweep. Okay. Um, he's down. I suppose. I shall go right here. <clears throat> and that ends my turn. Okay, that is the end of your turn. It is this bandit's turn. He is going to still focus you, Folus. A 12 to hit. Just I'm good. Keeps horribly missing you. Almost given up at this point, honestly. I would too. <laughs> the owl will come over to this side with this bandit. Attack him to protect the down bug. So it's actually... Six. Fifteen does hit. So the owl brings down her glaive on this guy. That's not enough to kill. Follis, it is currently your turn. As there's only two bandits left, heavily injured. I move over here. Step, step, step. Uh, which one? Uh, it's one above, so I had advantage, but I missed the attack, I assume. Yes, that is a miss of the attack. Turn endo. Okay. Daffodil? Shit, that's me. Fuck. Um, I'm not used to this name yet. I, 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 I stabbed the guy. Twenty-two hits. Oh. That is seven. Seven will kill him. As you kind of cut oh. him, in, cut him in the back of the neck. He just kind of flops down after he was chasing after Fullis. Uh, get fucked. Nope. I end my turn. Okay. Alex, if you can make a death saving throw. <laughs> death saving throw. These are nothing but a piece of cake. Oh. That is a failure. Oh. Alright, Red Boots, let's get that character sheet rolling up. <laughs> this bandit is going to turn around. And attack the Owlin. That is a miss. Okay. 
And Layden, it is now your turn. Hmm. Um, shit, someone's right next to me. Allow me to... I did not hit this man, so I will use bonus disengage. Get... Would Barry being down considered... Would he be considered a character within five feet of me? Matt? Um, I'm trying to think. I'd say no, because he's not actively in the fight. Okay. But if he were to get up, it would count. Okay, well, I will disengage uh, and go towards right here and um, get advantage uh, with the uh, uh, rakish audacity. Uh, 22. 22 hits. Uh, apply the sneak on top. And with that, he is finished. Excellente. And with that, combat is not over. <laughs> As Alex is still down, but Celestia seeing you down will actually fly over Alex. She has not done anything on combat. And she is going to cast Cure Wounds at second level. So how much is that? 2d8 plus 6. So you get 15 health back as Celestia heals you. Fuck yeah. But with that, the threat has ended. Hmm. And I'm sorry about this, but I will be right back. You guys feel free to talk while I'm gone. I've decided I will not talk while he is gone. Matter of fact, I'm quitting the campaign. R.I.P. my boy, Barry. I've decided to come back to the campaign. Welcome back, Barry. Welcome back. Welcome back. I brought Who invited you into the campaign, though? Me. Did you do when I left the campaign, I sent an invite to myself. Wow. But you even uh, sent a letter to yourself as well, saying, "Oh, we're oh, so sorry that you left. Please return." <laughs> Back, Welk. My new character is Hingus Dingus. They uh, are a wizard who is in. Oh, the that's my cousin. Side Shout out to Hingus Dingus. Uh, well, one of these days, I will actually bring to fruition, or at least own up to creating Gnomer Simpson. <laughs> oh, no, God. Leave my God. is part of a family that is on the Menagerie Coast, and they love him. Matter of fact, they give him everything that he wants. A caring family, a library. He has no need for shells. He's rich. And yet, he's an only child. He longs for a brother. And also, he is a blue dragonborn. What 
fuck? Sounds like a weird you? parody. <laughs> does it when nothing went wrong? <laughs> does it put does it a good life? Mm. Uh, I should have. For some reason, the water started rising near his property, but he just paid the water to stop and it went back. And they call him stupid, didn't they? And then he did it. Those assholes. <laughs> Who saved your money, buddy? Okay, I am back. <laughs> <coughs> You missed the alternate dimension character. <laughs> the good ending. The yeah. good ending? We don't talk about it. <laughs> okay. You will, you will see in the recording. What would the rest of you like to do? Hmm. Oh. And steal all the shit I can off of these bitches. Suppose I'll, like, give a helping hand to Alec and uh, say, hey, yeah. ah, Come on up here, my many-limbed friend. You All got right. quite the thrashing, didn't you? Yeah, he's gonna, uh... He's gonna take you up. He's gonna, get, you know, assist it, but you're gonna see he's gonna put, like, his other arm on the floor to lift himself up. There you go. Yeah. <clears throat> I appreciate it. Um, Daffodil, could you give me an investigation check? Yes. That bandage really had help for me. Hmm. He must have said something to his kin in the past, maybe. And you didn't know it. These things tend to happen. See? Uh, either that, or he just didn't like you in particular. Which is also understandable, huh? Obviously, he was racist. Alright, hold on. I gotta go. Yeah, I'm just gonna pick up his catch guy earlier that he, he missed. Obviously, he lit and saw it in fire with torches when he was younger. Uh oh. Magnifying glass. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work here, so. I <laughs> got <laughs> fucking, like, find some, like, I fucking made some motherfucking, they spray raid on my ass. <laughs> Dude, someone's gonna bust out a, a bug spray can and you're just gonna <laughs> freaking just crumble yeah, into nothing. Somebody gets isekai'd from our world, like, oh, I, I brought something just in case. <laughs> Alright, Alex, take 86 poison damage and you're paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you find this nice food on the ground. You don't know what it is, but it smells really good. And 99 poison damage. <laughs> <laughs> you take a bite out of the food and you black out. Alright. Hey, uh, can you check your characters real quick? What happened to it? That's uh, for you to find out. Next time. Dragon Ball Z. Okay. All right. So, with that, Daffodil has enough time to loot all the bodies. So, Daffodil, you find one revolver with 19 more shots. Let's go. You find, on all the bodies, you find a total of 8 gold and 20 silver. Okay, sweet. 
You find seven mixed religious kind of necklaces, religious symbols. And you find a note in an envelope on the bandit leader. Oh, I open it. Do you open it? Yes. Do you start? Is it it titled to anyone first? Uh, the, the title of it just says, Thank You Adventurers. Uh-oh. Sorry, what, Daffodil? I open it. Okay. You open it, you start reading it, it starts, Thank you, adventurers. I am deeply sorry for what I have done. However, we have made sure that we have not killed anybody. We have just stolen enough to make us wanted men. None of us can bear to live here any longer. But none of us can bear to leave either. Sorry for making you do this. We hope the payout for our lives is sufficient enough. And then the note just ends. So it's a suicide letter? Essentially, yes. Okay, a little fucked up, but okay. Like this um, is kind of like hovering over to, to, uh, uh, yeah to... guys so it says here that they wanted to die on purpose hmm. a little that's weird that. probably because this place really sucks but that that's just my thinking how sad mm. oh. actually very messed up I don't want to think about that for too long my no. what wonderful weather we're having there is there is no weather. <laughs> At least he wrote us a well comprehensive letter. He's fucking full of sticks up. My golly, the clouds look beautiful today, right? <laughs> wow, did this has it gotten darker? Of course it's he good. can look on his peas a bit. Wow. You're 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 analyzing the handwriting? Oh, oh yes. It um, was uh Yes, it was very nice handwriting. Are we to take okay. proof? Was it nice there? handwriting, Matt, or was it just? <laughs> it's it's a little rough. It's a little rough. It is. Yeah, it looks like he wasn't quite comfortable with what he was writing with, and you and actually, Daffodil, you would have found like a mechanical pencil on his body, and it it looks very oh, chewed. Oh. Um, are we to take proof of their elimination? Uh, what? Perhaps sure. an ear? Oh, well, I, think, I mean, if I, you I want to, I guess. I, I don't really do that. I, I mean, I kind of did already, but... Uh. Just, take, just take the hat. Hey, uh, Matt. It would be iconic enough. Uh, uh yes. Yeah. Uh, did they say, like, how they wanted us to, like, proof of their deaths? It did not say anything. It just said to take care of them. That's annoying. We eat them. Craig. <laughs> Sorry. You're not Craig Man, right now. I don't now. know You're where not... that came from. I got possessed for a second there. Anyway, that's Ooh. crazy. Um, I guess we, we, we bury them? I don't know. You guys want to burn them or bury them? Uh, bury. Well, the mimic bedrolls have to eat after all. Uh, let's just leave some, Let's just leave them out. I'm just—he's gonna take a finger and the hat of the leader. 
That perhaps would be enough, I don't know. And we can have the letter. Maybe that'll be proof enough. Bring the letter, I got the hat and finger. Okay. So you can take a finger from the rest of the, each of the members too. <laughs> okay. So got a little collection there. You guys very quickly end up just cutting off fingers, burying all the bodies, collecting the proof you wanted. It doesn't take you more than an hour just to kind of dig in this very loamy soil. <laughs> But you bury all the bodies. Do you take any of their short swords, leather armor? Mm. I'm good. I'd take his pistol. Uh-uh. Sorry, uh, I already Daffod- snatched it. Daffodil oh, is currently in possession oh. of that, yes. Uh. She's in current. She is the owner of the revolver and 19 extra shots. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll sell it to you for a pretty penny. Mm. I'll buy it at a high price. Well, and how much is a pretty penny to you? I don't know. How much are you offering? Perhaps it's in your little sack. I had asked you first. I asked you second, so, um... I see. Well, I could give you a hole, and you could just see as he's just, like, slowly reaching his middle finger to his nose, kind of scratching it. Ah, ah, I appear to be out of money. Ah, I am so Oh, well, w- what a shame. What a shame. Guess this stays on me. Hmm, indubitably so. <laughs> they continue she on. <clears throat> what a fine day. Well, shall we get back to... Uh, yes, let's head back to the town and inform the mayor. He will be quite ecstatic to hear about the Sorry. four, five, six men that we assisted in suicide. I mean, murdered. I mean, defended ourselves from. We've completed our mission. Okay. Bark right now. So. You guys start the day's walk back to the woodland fort. As you actually, that fight was very fast and it only took you around an hour to find the bandits at the start of your third day. By the end of this day, you can actually make it to the woodland fort. And yes, at the end of the day. So you guys make it to the fort. There are, of course... A couple guards sitting outside to what seem to again be knightly fellows. One with a what seems to be two maces at his side, a shield. The other just seems to have a short sword at his side. They kind of give you a curt nod. One of them walks up. Hello, adventurers. Greetings, knights. Ah, uh, what have you? Uh, what have you come to town for? Are you looking to get in? Spend the night. No, we're just here to look at the walls. You're just here to look at the walls. Okay, be on your way then. Then he starts that. walking back to his. Uh, he starts just walking back to his post. Uh, and I just walk through the gate. <laughs> yeah, you walk through the gate. He he says nothing. 
right. um, you know, give them each a bow before leaving. I you see them, wasn't expecting him to bark. You see them to kind of like do a slight bow to you, but they seem very weird about it. They like they don't really know what to do. <laughs> Almost gives him a glare to give it to actually like give him a good bow. I'm okay. not intimidating. I'm just asking them nicely. But you can enter the woodland fort, and it is very kind of militaristic in here. Almost everyone you see seems to be, of course, either a samurai or knight or some sort of medieval soldier. Most of them are walking around carrying weapons. You see some, like, duels happening over in the courtyard. And everyone kind of keeps to themselves. But walking around, there doesn't seem to be very many... There's not many shops around here, really. Yeah. It seems just to be mostly homes with people to... People can sleep in. And if I'm correct, there are no... Yeah, there are no winds here. There are no inns here. Cringe. Hmm. I would say Alex would try to keep an eye out for uh, a shop that looks artistic, something that would sell, you know, art. There is not a single shop that looks like it would sell art. Yeah. Not here, my friend. What are you looking for? Uh, colors. Hmm? Uh, canvas. Interesting. Well, maybe when we got the main town, maybe they'll have a cell for you there. We'll go looking yeah. together. How's that? Sounds good. Sounds nice. Hmm. What did you say you would help him do, Fullis? Look for a vendor. In this town. In the next in the next town. In, in the, next the town. main town. Okay. Is there anything else you guys would like to do as you are in Woodland Fort? I wanna scan the environment. I wanna see is there actual fights breaking out every left, right, and center? Is it very peaceful? Like how is this place? Just give me a perception check. No shit, I might have to open my eyes for this one. Oh no! Don't do it. I, I lie. have to give you advantage. Keeps it shut. <laughs> give me this. So it seems it, it's it's not like normal towns where, of course, every no one's really talking to each other, and you see most of the fights breaking out aren't for fighting reasons, but more training reasons. No one seems to be mad. No one's trying to kill each other. And looking, you can definitely see some of them are padded or blunted weapons. They're not hitting full strength. They're just kind of bopping each other and trying to get better. It's more of a friendly competition. Yeah. And and a lot of the shops you do see kind of tend to be weapon and armor repair shops. You do see some dwarves and gnomes that are just kind of like sharpening tools inside their shops. 
And you, of course, do see a guild hall very similar to that one in Soleil. But this one has a different kind of title card on it. This guild hall simply just has a thing that says Woodland Guild on the front. And you, you see very little people walking in and out. You, while you're walking through town, see maybe one person walk through. Um, could I actually find a shop then in order to find uh, repair the damage my rapier had when fighting the uh... okay mimic. yeah the mimic when it got like chewed up so I'd say you just walk into a random repair shop it's just yeah, <laughs> just just has a has a name on the top just says Chrisley's repair you walk in there's a what seems to be half-aged, balding, no man, gray tufts of hair on either side. He just kind of stares at you. Yeah. What do you need? Good evening. Um, slight bow. My weapon repaired. Do you specialize in rapier repairs? I don't. I don't specialize in nothing, but I can repair it. May I have your word? You will treat it well. It's very. It means a lot to me. I mean, I'll, I'll I'll treat it as good as I can, but. Thank you. And he'll unclip the uh, arcane focus and the um, ring, signet ring around it, and then hand the rapier off to him. Okay. He just kind of looks at the rapier. He will just start assessing the damage. He just kind of looks at you. Uh, this is, yeah, this is this isn't really a lot to repair. Um, just five copper should do. I mean, like, I'll just, I'll have it done in around a minute or two if you just want to sit outside and wait. If, if, if I'd like to repair and there is no, if I'd like to repair, I will offer you a silver. Oh. That's better incentive to improve. Okay, okay. I like that. And he's going to start, he's going to kind of like, you see him do a little hop wobble to the back. <laughs> Thank okay. you, Mike. And with that, Follis looks... He has a, I'm, I'm hopefully I'm using this word correctly, trepidatious like look on his face, like he he looks naked in a sense. He's constantly checking his shoulder more, and constantly rubbing the signet ring, um, around him. Like, he just looks anxious off his mind. Uh. <laughs> okay. What would everyone else like to be doing at this moment as he's getting his weapon repaired? I would say Alex would have followed and she's kind of waiting patiently. Okay. Yeah, I want to check out what else they got in here. So you're looking just around the weapon repair shop? Daffodil? Oh, yep. I don't know if my mic picked that up. Oh, yeah. Okay. So in this specific repair shop, there seems to be a lot of blunted weapons so like great swords that are just wrapped in cotton maces that are the same way swords that have just kind of been doled to more like an iron stick than a sword but oh, there are for there, like training purposes yeah mostly training purposes there there are definitely a smaller handful of like maybe hatchets and stuff that are actually sharp but most of them seem to be training purpose tools. I see. 
Well, I suppose I would, uh, Leighton would head over to wherever all those people are fighting um, and find somebody who is not fighting, I would say. Is there anybody, I don't know, hanging around by the, whatever the spa uh, sparring is going on? Yeah, there's plenty of people like sitting around, but I'd say what the person you can walk up to is this what seems to be half elf man. He's sitting around five, six. You, you see, he has like long, glowing blonde hair down his back. He seems dressed more like a squire than a knight, and he's definitely only got like short swords at his side. Uh, I'll approach him and, uh, good fellow. Uh, moment of your ear. Uh, you see him kind of turn around. He kind of like, his, his face kind of lights up in a smile. Uh, yeah, yeah. What do you, uh, do you need me for something? Oh, I was just uh, wondering. Um, there seems to be a lot of, uh, how would you say, uh, sparring matches uh, around here. Uh, yes, yes. Are uh, you new to town? You haven't been here for long? Uh, dropping by, but yes, new. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, uh... Well, my uh, inquiry was to be in, uh, the exact nature as to why everybody seems to be practicing so much. Is there some kind of war that's going to be occurring soon? Well, I mean, no, but, um... Every day we kind of have a large-scale siege battle, so so a lot of people are preparing for that. Um, they they just kind of okay. the, the the main thing is no one here likes to be rusty, and most of them most of them don't like fighting monsters as they were they were more focused on war against other nations back in their lives. So so they like being safe, kind of in this castle, and like to keep their skills sharp against other people. So now, when you say war, are we referring to actual people resulting in casualties, or is this some kind of soft play that you do with with this? Oh, oh, no! It's just it's all soft. And you see him actually kind of—he's going to start unsheathing both his swords, and he kind of points them down to the ground, like motions for you to look at them. And when you do, you see that one is insanely sharp just very very sharp and the other seems to just have a folded over edge like it it couldn't cut a fly you know it's i well i've noticed that one of your weapons is um very well um sharpened but you do not use it in the warring between nations so what exactly no do you use it for other than assuming well well defending yourself against monsters honestly just defending ourselves against monsters i mean the brokers are good about keeping creatures out of the towns but uh i mean just the other day we had a we had some creatures come through the gates and i mean we all teamed up to kill it but so so yeah that that's why we so, all keep sharp weapons around just in case what you're telling me is that conflict around here between nations is largely resolved in people lightly smacking each other with 
blunted weapons and sticks. Well, not lightly smacking. I mean, sometimes there's a death, but... I mean, we try our best not to kill each other. Ah, so it's a form of... Again, it's just, me if it it's, seems just, it's just all training. Pretend? Yes, it's pretend. It's exactly what it is. So there's no real significant risk other than the occasional bonk that may put somebody out of commission for the rest of their lives in the forever box. <laughs> exactly. Oh but my, it, it makes hell. the it makes the people feel good, so gives uh, them gives them a purpose even if they don't have one. Well then. Uh, that is certainly a um Yes. Well. <clears throat> well, thank you for your time, sir. I, this was most informative. I appreciate it. Yep, yep. Have a uh, have a good day. Uh, I, I kind of walk away. I mildly uncomfortable. It's like, oh my, this this is turning into a rather hellish voyage now. <laughs> But perhaps we can turn this around. As I walk back to go meet with the others. And at this point, as you walk back to meet, you you do see this no man kind of running out of the shop with, with the rapier for you. Uh, not does it. Folus. And he's going to kind of <laughs> like hand it up to you. So, did I do a good job? Polis was dozed off for like seeing it, him speak to a while. And takes it, examines it. It is, it's, it's not great. It's definitely passable and it's a good enough job to where he has gotten it looking good. But it's not like he. It's not like it's particularly shiny or anything. It's well, it's, it's just, just a good, fix. But... Yeah, yeah. In your standards, it's absolutely horrible. In the standards of people around here, it might be good enough. He looks genuinely like really frustrated and like pissed before his face would slowly just return to the neutral look and would hand him the silver piece. Thank you for your work. <laughs> Always knew I was the best in town. He's going to pocket run back into his, into his uh, shop. Hmm. Fullis is just obsessing over those minute details in the blade, just getting more... Yeah. Just all the, it it all pisses the scratches... him off more and more. He looks at it, so he just sheaths it. All the scratches and stuff are gone. It's not like he has made it worse. It is better... But it still needs those finishing touches. Right. It, compared to the hours on end that would be sent. Yep, yep. Yeah. All the fun shit. Um, with that, he will... Is Alex still there? Yeah. Okay. Shall we go? Yes. Unless you wanted your weapon. See if they're done right yeah I should also point out his weapon is 
the tip, the fucking blade of his weapon is quite literally just like made out of obsidian. Quite a <laughs> bit of chips in it. He does not maintain it much. <laughs> I don't know what they'd be able to do to your weapon. I just need to get some new materials. I can make a new one. Make? You make your own weapon? Oh, I need... need some tools to chip it out, actually. I need Sorry. to buy some more. Okay. I'll get someone to get our pay. I will leave and return to the group. Okay. Yep, yep. So the group will reconvene. It's still pretty pretty late for you all. You all are feeling tired after a day of battle and travel. But if you guys would simply like to just camp out on the road, no one really stops you or questions if you just kind of sleep on the road. Well, that girl from the other night should still be there. I'll be outside. Mm. I will see you all tomorrow if we just meet up at the front, yes? Sure. Have mm -hmm. a good night. And Alex is gonna... Go back to the burrow previously. Okay. So you can head to your burrow that you made the other night. It is still there. There was no rain, nor do you know if it can rain. But mm. you head back. Where is everyone else sleeping? Just on the streets or... Uh. I suppose I will return to the barrel room as well. Okay. You also head to the I, burrow. Celestia and uh, the owl are going to go outside as well. I will go outside then. Okay. A so, sleepover. Are we just a pack of feral beings. Okay. We. I have not slept in a burrow. Yeah, but just leave me <sighs> outside. Oh, shit. Okay. So, you all pass the night outside where you're safe and sound till morning. I love that song. Okay. So, you are all safe and sound. In the morning, of course, you wake up in what you roughly think is the morning time. Once you all have gotten enough sleep... And you can start making your way back to the capital of Soleil. Hell yeah, let's go. Ow, 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 ow. Is there anything you guys would like to be doing on the travel to Soleil, or? Uh, not much. Not in particular. Okay. Well, I'd say after three quarters of the day, you all can make it back to the... Just let me westernmost gate of Soleil. Make your way into town. Where would you like to go now that you've entered Soleil? Again, bustling Main Street, you see all sorts of war-forged guardians, animal-type people, elves, half-elves, you see orcs. Would you be willing to bring us back to the 
map. Are you guys yeah. not on the map? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Say it sooner. <laughs> I, I I can't see what you guys see, Sally. Bam. Map. Well, that's a, the fact that there is a lot of these people on the right. Uh, Alex is going to look back to what was the uh, descriptions and just try to match what an elf seems like. Hmm? Yeah, just <laughs> he's like lighting him up. Yeah, he just you know like looks at me. No human like long ears. No fur. No, <laughs> you know. How's this? Hey, can I guesstimate what Alex is doing? Because I'm assuming he's whispering, mumbling all this shit to himself. Yeah, you oh, yeah, can you can definitely hear him if you get close because he's just he's not used to people prying into his business. <sighs> Do you want to go browse for the vendors now and see if we can find one of an elf? I'll point one out to you. Well, yes, certainly, but first we have to go and turn in the quest, yes? Sure. I didn't know if you wanted to do search for the elves first. I like to have a pick. I like to have at least a filled pocket before I go to the vendors. That makes sense. Okay. So, you head into the the guild hall, and of course the uh, the halfling man, Mayor Redfield, is just sitting there on his chair. Maybe only one or two people ahead of line it from you. If you just kind of wait it out, it's very quick. Maybe just ten minutes until you can get up. Who all is coming to meet the mayor? I shall. I have the fingers, after all. Okay. Meet. I'll go see the mayor. Daffodil also joins. Why not? Okay. So all four of you. So the mayor just kind of recognizes you full. Ah, welcome back. I'm assuming the quest went well. He bows. Did. Um, We have... We have their fingers as proof. Alex oh. is gonna flop them. <laughs> you know, of course they're like. He's like, know, bro, what the fuck? He he wrapped them in paper from the log book, so if it's not no blood on the desk, you know. It's, you you see the and mayor kind of now. you see the mayor kind of look at it. He's not shocked and or displeased. It's just kind of this. Uh, you didn't have to do that. Something else would have sufficed. What would you prefer for next time? <laughs> Um, He's got a place to have a piece of clothing, there. piece of a hat, like that. It does match the descriptions we got from traders. Give him a thumbs up. Just try oh, not apologies. desecrating the corpses just a little bit. Oh, it's fine. We gave them a respectful burial mm. and everything. <laughs> He's laden, kind of cocked his head to the side. Well, is it such a uh, a pertinent thing that bodies not be mutilated or something? Is this some kind of uh, rules that we're not aware of? Not really. It's just a kind of... Well, you guys haven't been here for very long, but this dimension seems to be cut off from many of the gods, and a lot of people don't know where they go when they die. So, different beliefs have sprung up. Many people believe different things. 
but most of them just want a clean death and a clean burial. Oh, we got that. That, that matches the description, yes. That's the only, they're fine. But well, many people have lost connection with their gods when they came here. In fact, even the brokers aren't sure what happens when you die here, but... I don't want to figure mm. out. But... Well, I can safely say, sir, that these people didn't really care too much where they went so long as they weren't here anymore. Oh. It was one of those. Is that common? Uh, it's more common than we'd like to admit. That's a depressing thought. Yes. Anyway... I shall. Money. Yes, I will get your money for you now. And you see, he, he kind of he kind of gets up off his what seems to be a bar stool, so he's kind of eye level with you all. This halfling man, he just starts walking away towards the back. He'll go in the Can back. I do an insight on him, Matt. Do an insight for for what? Uh, he seems awfully avoidant, <clears throat> especially on topics of. Things that revolve around death in general and not doing anything unsavory to people so that, what, because they don't know that there's, they don't know that there's an afterlife? Okay. Give me, give me a insight check. Nope. With a 24. You can tell that this man is genuinely perplexed and a kind of scared about what there is to come after death and like talking about death makes him very uncomfortable as he himself is very unsure of what happens he doesn't like talking about it because there's no solace he can give in it and the more he talks about it the more he realizes that it is inevitable that one day he will die here and now that he does not have a connection with his god, he does not know where he will go. Okay. And he seems genuinely terrified of just thinking about it. But after that, he will bring up your guys' just bag of 200 gold. Dang. That certainly solves any ailments. So, I wish you all the best of luck in whatever you decide to do next, whether it be shopping or traveling. If you need information on any towns or regions, you can always ask me or the broker. We would love to give you information. Awesome. Of course, I'm sure we will remain in contact in the near future. Should we possibly pick up another mission, or...? We'll think on it. Yes. Th this is your second chance of life, so I would recommend maybe enjoying it a little bit. Of course. <laughs> a lady kind of gives a small half-bow and... Uh, walks out of the room. You see he'll, like, nod his head to you. Hear back real quick. And 
as you guys get your payment, start leaving the guild hall. That is sadly where we will have to leave it off for tonight. <laughs>